got Daisy Ridley here. She is uh, 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 the fierce, first fierce female Jedi yes. in the history of the Star Wars storyline. Yeah. Were you a fan of Star Wars before you got cast in this thing? Honestly, not so much. You had, you'd heard of I'd it. I'd heard of it and I'd sort of seen some, um, but it was all new to me. And then when I was auditioning, I was like, this is everywhere. Like wow. everywhere I went, I was like, oh my God, there's t-shirts and books. and. But it was only thing. after you auditioned where you realized it's it's um, uh, omnipresent. Yes. Sure. Okay. That it was everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, becoming part of the Star Wars universe, people are fanatic about mm -hmm. it. How have you had you have you had to see a therapist just to deal with all of the the the, the excitement surrounding this this phenomenon? I did see a therapist, in fact. Yes, it was just more. My friend said it to me. It's just a thing of being out of control, which I'm sure you both experienced that yeah. thing of like never feeling like you're in control in like a public space. Yeah. And my friend basically said to me, you just have to take charge of like whatever's going on. Because otherwise someone else is constantly telling you what the situation is going to be, what the conversation is going to be. Yeah. Um, so like there was a thing about airports, like going up to the airport. I was like, oh my God, I can't go to this airport. Yeah. Really? And then I had therapy for a bit, which was great anyway, because I think therapy yeah. is great. Absolutely. And then it's been, a, it's been cool now. Yeah. But I think also a lot of what people say is what feeds in so everyone was going oh my god it's going to change your life's going to change right so right. i had all of that instead of just experiencing my own thing yeah yeah and uh and so how did you find the therapist uh what physic like who how did yeah. i physic i googled her you googled well her? i googled therapist in london and she came up you are kidding me <laughs> no so i called I and it. i was like yeah and she was cool like oh my god i cried the, the first hour all the, i did was cry how long did you see her i saw her for like Six sessions. Six and session. then it got to a point where I thought I'm I'm panicking about what I'm going to say in therapy. So then right. I thought, I'm good. But right. I do think everyone needs it. Yeah, absolutely. And had you never seen a therapist before? I did because I had OCD. Like I had physical, like a thing. Well, no, a non-physical OCD that was stopping me at school, which is very strange to explain. And I went and saw someone who tried to talk about my relationship with my parents and I walked out and I was like 12. You were 12. I was like, I'm not fucking. So me. instead of giving you behavioral therapy, they gave yeah. you like. So then I went to a cognitive behavioral therapist there who you was go. amazing. That's what you yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So a cognitive behavioral. So they'll treat, th that's better for people with OCD mm. and mental issues like that, that have to be physically broken yeah. versus mental issues they, like depression and anxiety. Right. Yeah, but right. they help you reframe what's going on. Structure. So explain to people who don't know what OCD is. Obsessive compulsive. Obsessive compulsive mm. disorder. And you would do a light switch be, uh, like so, three times before or numbers, you would... No, or... so it was like, I still occasionally do it. So I have like a, imagine a keypad in my head, like yeah. an old school keypad of yeah. a phone. So like for there was, there were eight, it's a strange thing. Mm -hmm. There are eight letters. So yeah. I'd go T-H-E-R-E-W-A-S in the, shape of the keypad like there where was, the things were right? mm -hmm. and then I'd have to go T-H-E-R-E-W-A-S and like leave a pause so I would do the four and the four because mm -hmm. it's eight letters mm -hmm. and then I'd do the five and the three so because it was numbers it's two different related. words yeah. yeah but it got to a point where I just couldn't concentrate because I was doing it all the time yeah yeah and so when <clears> you <throat> saw the cognitive behavioral therapist Correct. what uh, what was the advice that helped you get past that he said this is really cool. He was like, you could go on daytime TV with it. It's really not. He was like, you're stressing about the thing and the thing isn't like that big of a deal. And it's so strange. And it was such a small piece of advice. And that was it. I was like, So oh. basically allowing you to say, yeah. it's, it's fine. Fine. Yeah. 
let you release mm. it. So you would do that. You would go through this TH storyline before you did everything. You would say, oh, God, I, I, I need to go to the restroom. Oh, wait a minute. T-H-E-R-W-A-S. Yeah. Or I'd be reading a book and I would just be going over the sentence, like figuring out how many letters were in things and how to frame the the sequence. And the the first initial therapist said, oh, this is a result of your relationship with your parents. Yeah. How true was that? I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was true. Mm -hmm. I think I was a very stressy child. Mm -hmm. Um, When's your birthday? In April. Are you an Aries? I'm an Aries. I was just a very stressy child. My sisters aren't like that. You have older sisters? Yeah, yeah. And my relationship with my parents is great. Yeah. And so, okay, you were stressy. um, And so you stressed about what might happen. And you thought maybe by working out this equation, there was dot, 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 um, you could somehow have control over. I, I presume it's a control thing. Yeah, yeah. That you could kind of control over the situation. Yeah. When the real, the truth is that, and the, the cognitive therapist said, um, uh, the solution is just saying, you know what? It's going to be fine. Yeah. That was just that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. That way sometimes it's behavioral therapy. You have to kind of like face your fears in a way with yeah. behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like you have a fear of spiders. So then they put mm-hmm. you in a room yeah. with spiders and that <laughs> is how you'd get over it. You know right. what I mean? If, mm. if it's uh, an impeding Fear that like this was impeding her mm, yeah. OCD was impeding her. Yeah, stopping her from function. doing things. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. So there's all different ways, but this was an easy release for her. She yeah. was able to release it. Yeah. And sometimes people with Tourette's, mild Tourette's, can get released that way too. But then it goes deeper, and mm, mm. all sorts of therapy and stuff has to get. Involved. Yeah. Now, of course, now you've been in the Star Wars galaxy. Mm. I didn't mean to put galaxy, those words together. I didn't mean to put those words together. It just sort of happened that way in the stratosphere of Star Wars mm. for many years now. It's, mm. it's been at least five or six I, or seven. I got cast when I was just 21 and I'm 27. So, yeah. That sounds like math. Nearly BB-8 years. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Thank uh, you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, be here all week. Thank yeah. You. Thank um, you. So it's been, it's been a long time. Yeah. So um, you. and your life has changed dramatically mm. since then. Mm. Uh, I, I've, I know you've worked a lot. Uh, I saw you in Murder on the Orient mm. Express. Yeah. That's great. Which is a fantastic movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. I did too. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Oh my God, somebody, we had such a great time. You could tell. Oh my God. Really? Oh my God. Did, somebody told me that the train was made out of LED lights. Is that true? No, the train was real. It was real. So there was a lie. So there was a real train that was crashed Yeah. in the snow on scaffolding. Where? Uh, in um, Pinewood Long Studios. Cross. No. Long Cross. <laughs> no. It's, no, it's why are you the, laughing? That's where we filmed Star Wars, Pinewood. It was oh, a, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Then there was a train that moved a mile, like a full working yeah. train. Mm-hmm. And then there was one carriage that had LED lights around, well, LED screens that had um, landscape the background. Going past. So rather mm. than a green screen, it was just yeah. an LED background yeah. Yeah. that that reflect that that just basically they had gone through New Zealand filming so yeah. they literally had the footage yeah. it was fabulous wow. wow it was so fabulous I love that movie I love that book it's such a great story it mm. just it makes me cry so much that mm. that thing now so but you have a musical theater background and watch this one here light up mm-hmm. this one here is gonna light up but Hello, you my have baby. a music Sorry. you <laughs> sing and you have a music theater background I love musical theater Do really you? and JJ who we both know is constantly whenever like people were coming to to see set this time and he kept being like hey you got a musical he's like i really want to do a musical and it just yeah. hasn't happened yet yeah I which one would you do would you do cabaret it, oh, if if enough. i could have done anything yeah i would have done chicago yeah really but 
I just think, because I recently rewatched it, it was sublime. Like Catherine Zeta-Jones and Renee Zellweger were sublime. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I was like, oh, I'd do that differently. I just love that. Yeah. Which role would you be, Roxy or uh, Vera? Velma. 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 I think probably, I don't know. Velma. Uh, Do you think so? I think it would be more challenging. It's obvious for you to be Roxy. Mm. No, go Velma. Uh-huh. So, so you see yourself as sort of a um, a jazz. I know your middle name is Jazz. The girl, is, uh, I know. The girl was saying that, and you didn't say anything about. I know. It. I we're, was going to. I got nervous. It's all very overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. We're taping a, a, a drag race, obviously, and one of the. I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know already because we're just going to come out when it sh- it's sh- airs. Well, I'll but be one the of judge. the conte- yes, one of the uh, contestants is called Jazz. Uh, her drag name is Jazz. Yes. And I'm surprised that uh, Daisy didn't mention that your middle name is Jazz. I know, I just I get nervous. On you that get nervous, panel. really? Oh, they had to move my mic because my heart was pounding so much. No, why? They me. did. They did. Really? Earlier, yeah. What about when you're about to go on stage? Do you get. I haven't done stage work yet. But, yeah. but on set, even the last Star Wars, they have to move my mic every day. Did you shit your pants the first time you, went, you were heading on screen? This is Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still do though. But going back to the uh, the therapist who mm. said, um, "Lady, uh, it's all right." Mm. Do you still have that conversation with yourself when that happens? Yes, I did weirdly have it recently at the airport, and nothing's happened at the airport recently. It was only that people were there, mm-hmm. and it's a harmless thing, but it can just feel very intimidating when mm. you're like one person walking by yourself and there's a crowd of people. Sure, and also like I'm not the most. Um, like I'm not always the most chatty on, you know, it takes me a little while to warm up. So yeah. also there's a thing of like people projecting what they want you to be. And yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh my God, there's so much wrapped up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So occasionally I have to say, it's all right. But yeah. I've started traveling on the tube and the bus again. Have and it's you? totally fine. Yeah, because I think if you just plow into it, it's cool. But it's if you're second guessing it and like yeah. got your fucking dark glasses and your newspaper. Right. And that's well, when you stand out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, you know, that's interesting <laughs> you say that because here we are at Drag Race and we are uh, this episode that you're on is, is super fans who mm. uh, take on a drag persona. But you know what I found, and, and it's you alluded to it earlier, is that once if you have a superhero tucked away in your pocket that mm. you can pull out at mm. any time and say, um, okay, you know what? I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to take control mm. in charge of the situation mm. and do it. I, I, a lot of times I don't want to have to do it because um, I'm, I, I want to observe. I want to just be in my own thoughts. But sometimes I have to fucking take control yeah. and say, okay, you know what? Um, d- okay, give me your phone. Come here. Okay, uh, put your uh, You do that all the time. I what do it all the time. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes well, yeah. I just, you but know. But you have to. But I have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to do yeah. it, yeah. you know. So um, uh, so music theater, we're mm. talking about. Did you go to uni for musical theater? No. I did someone who you just crossed over with, um, Leighton. Right. Who went out with my friend. We met at school, so we did performing arts at school. But what everyone school? else, uh, Tring Park for the performing arts. I don't know what that is. It's like till 18. So then yeah. uh, a lot of people went on to like proper drama school for Right. Me. And I went off traveling to find myself. Did find you? yourself, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, you, you find you... yourself yet? Not yet. <laughs> Still looking. <laughs> so um, in, in April, you turned, uh, are you allowed to say your age? Oh, yeah, I'm 27. 27. Yeah, yeah Which yeah. is, you know, Saturn Returns uh, is, is you're entering yeah, that area. Yeah, what do you know about it. Saturn Returns? Well, I remember talking to someone who was turning 30. And then we were talking about the whole returning thing of like in the 27 years. And it can either be at the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. But this year has been a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, because I'm aware of the things that happen, that can happen mm-hmm. within those 27 years to whatever, 30 years. Sure. I'm aware that I'm, I'm like open. Good. You know, 
Ups that's and downs. Wear it like a loose garment. That's yeah. the best way to do it because <clears throat> you know what what the closest I can describe it is it was of having to uh recalibrate your whole belief system. Uh and but you but the uh, the more you resist, the harder it is. Mm. So, because it's a, it's I, it's akin to getting to the Wizard of Oz, looking behind the curtain, and going, "Wait a minute, you're the wizard." Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> basically what it is. Mm. So, if you have no problem, if you're loose with um, who your concept of the wizard is, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know, just don't get stuck in that. Um, so, I, I want to find a role for you to play on the West End or Broadway. The mm. Perfect, because I look at you and I see she would have been she would have been great in All About Eve. All About Eve would be great, but there's no songs in that. Um, no, I'm just thinking about her performing on the stage. I see mm. her in cabaret, or I'm trying She'd to be think a great of a, Sally Bowles. You'd mm. be a great Sally Bowles. I watched that after I watched Stars Born. I watched Liza. you watched the Liza. You, you coming back from London? Coming back from London. I didn't want to sleep, so I had to stay up. Oh. Yeah. So I watched the three-hour Judy Garland as Stars Born. Yes, and then right into a double. You know, double feature. The All in the family. With have you seen the Judy Star is Born? I've not. You have it to. It is phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal. She should. It was actually the second remake of this film. Yes. Uh, How she did not. She was nominated, mm. Judy. Yeah. How old she was she when she did it? 20. Ooh. Well, let's see. It was 50. 50 oh, no. So 50, she might be. She was older. Not only she had to be older because there were some shots of her uh-huh. from the yeah. side where things were dropping. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. She's going to find out. It's a phenomenal movie. Mm. It is fabulous. So, are you a fan of movies? Have you always loved show business? Your, your family in show business? Um, my godfather, uh, my great, sorry, godfather, my great uncle was in um, Dad's Army. Ah. I don't know if it's something that you've seen. No. But it's a very, very, it was like Dad's Army were the, the guys that stayed at home and had like, you know, the pikes when if fighting ever came to your shores. Oh, I see. They were the people that stayed. And, right. Like um, the National Guard. So you had a great, it was your great, 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 my great uncle. Wow. Great uncle. I never even had a good uncle. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Thanks, Elvira. <laughs> It's one of her lines. Um, so, so you, your family, um, not in show business. They were warriors <laughs> they were at home. Warriors. Oh no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm Judy sorry. was 32. Okay, she was 32 on. when yes. she did uh, the Star um, But no, they're all they're very creative. My yeah. dad was a photographer. My mom was in picture editing. Oh, um, yeah, so creative. Yeah, but not so, film. Do your film. sisters. No, well? my elder sister's a Reiki practitioner. Oh, and, wow. Did yeah. she send you Reiki over the phone? She actually did do long distance, and yes. I'm pretty sure she cured me of insomnia. Yeah, there you go. And then my middle sister is current. She's a production coordinator, but she's currently working in Madrid. She's teaching. How wow. fabulous. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go to break. We've got more uh, Daisy Ridley right after this. Let's talk about Masterclass now, especially in this day and age. We are sitting home. We are trying to get in as much as we can with binging things on television, on Netflix, but also podcasts like this one. Have you guys gotten into Masterclass? I know you've seen the ads for them. It's really amazing. RuPaul is now one of the masters in Masterclass, and it's so cool. It's an app 
or, you know, you could do it on your iPad, you could do it on your phone, you could do it on your computer, and it's amazing. Masterclass lets you learn from the best with exclusive access to online classes taught by masters of the craft. So, Mark Jacobs teaches fashion design. You've got Annie Leibovitz teaching photography. Diane von Furstenberg teaches building a fashion brand. You've got Helen Mirren and Natalie Portman teaching acting. Christina Aguilera teaching singing. It's unbelievable. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, what class should I take? You know, I want to do something new with my life. This is the way to do it. I have learned more about the craft of acting, or even I was watching Ron Howard's masterclass on directing. Who knew some of the things, you know, that you need to know? And they would seem so easy, but to hear it from a master like Ron Howard, it changes everything. I am telling you guys, I highly recommend Masterclass. And you could get on there and you get unlimited access to every single Masterclass. And as a What's the Tea listener, of course, you know you're going to get something special. You get 15% off the annual all-access pass. Go to masterclass.com slash rue. That's masterclass.com slash rue for 15% off Masterclass. Get the app. Like I said, you can watch it on your phone, on the computer, Apple TV, anything. And of course, the most important person to learn from is RuPaul, and he's got his own masterclass. So it's very, very cool. It's uh, the All Access Pass is $180 a year for the entire year. Single classes are 90 bucks, so you're better off just getting an All Access Pass. And use that code RU to get 15% off. I'm telling you, now is the time to do it. Get yourself familiar with masterclass. We've got Daisy Ridley with us on the podcast, which is so much fun. So fun. What an interesting... I got to meet you in London... Uh, mm. Several years ago, <gasps> when I was on the Alan something, Alan um, Car. Yes, you mean the one who's a judge on our show. The one who's a judge on our mm-hmm. show. Oh I my can, god! Yeah, I can't. Rem- I can never. I I always want to call him Alan something Cummings? else. Alan. I want to call him Alan Parr. Oh, yeah. No. Who is Alan Parr? No. Alan Partridge. No, no. My but no. my brain gets stuck. It's like an OCD thing. My brain gets <laughs> stuck every time I go to name him. But it's Alan um, Carr. Is Carr. that the first time you met him? Yes, when Ooh, when yes, that, that was the first How time, and that was several years ago, maybe mm. three or four. Had you <clears throat> gotten the role in Star Wars yet? Yes, you had. By I then. think I can't remember why we were there. I think we just came to watch you. Really, um, you yeah. were with a friend of yours. Yeah, my godfather and my. With. At the Alan Carr show, Chatty Man? Yeah. Yeah. You were with a brown skin girl. Oh, Jordan. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh uh and we got to meet backstage. And then I saw you again at a party. Yeah. And you were very shy <clears throat> at the party. Well, this is the thing, because I've started to realize I finally watched Thelma and Louise a few weeks ago. And uh. I was like, <gasps> First time? First time. Yeah. And I met Gina Davis at the first premiere, but because I was so overwhelmed by everything I didn't feel like I probably properly had that experience so the one thing I sort of wish is because of all this stuff happened quite quickly it's so much to take in that there are are times where I wish I could have been more Mm. present myself yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. I was very shy that dinner Um, and yeah because it was a dinner I don't remember whose house it was but But I remember you telling me yeah yeah yeah. Brian's someone you work with yeah Uh, Brian Priller worked with my godfathers and then we had met you got a lot of godfathers, sure don't do. you? Well, no, I got two. Two and godfathers then, yeah. and a great uncle. Yeah, and a great uncle. <laughs> and He's a fabulous uncle. <laughs> a good uncle. A good uncle. Um, yeah, so they knew Brian. And then when I first came to LA and I was little miss no friends and didn't yeah. know anyone, he took me out to dinner. Do you live I here see. mostly or back no, in London? No, London. London, yeah. London. 
Yeah, because you take the tube. You know, the most brilliant thing about the tube is that you can use your iPhone to get on. You know, do you do that? Oh, no. I think it's so crazy to have your card on your phone. Yeah. Because if your phone gets stolen. Yeah. You're fucked. No, well, it's not the card. No, it's, it's Apple Pay. You know, I I just press to get on the tube in London. I just get Apple Pay ready, you and I I do it you at still the your thumb style. Um, My thumbprint. Yeah. It's not you Brits have the tap to pay thing. We haven't gotten that. No, far. yeah. No, in New York though. In New York though, they are starting. I think yeah, some turnstiles have the Apple Pay. It's Apple Pay, but they have a tap. We don't have the tap. Right. So they can just take the literally and then literally tap it. on a thing and you pay. Right. Which is scary. You don't need a thumbprint. Yeah. Do you go yeah. on the tube? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's so convenient. It's so convenient. We were staying out in Stratford when we were doing uh, uh, Drag Race oh, UK. You? Yeah. And so on my one day off, <laughs> I would take the tube into town to uh, 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 go and see a show. Michelle and I would go see shows mm, or we would uh, go shopping uh, at uh, Child of the Jog of the Yago. You know that place? Mm-mm. It's at 84 Charing Cross Road. Charing Cross. Ch- uh, Charing. Charing. I always call it Charing. Charing. It's Charing. Charing Cross. Charing Cross. She'll say it different. Uh, we would say Charing. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm, I, she'll say I, it right. I love the tube. But you know, um, when people, there were some people, some drunk people on the tube when mm. I went down into the into the West End and one guy came over and he said, um, my girlfriend says, uh, my girlfriend loves you. Um, she's sitting over there. Are you RuPaul? And I say, nope. Really? <laughs> I do. Because if you're going to ask me and you want to play that volley game, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to play that game. It's right. like when people go, you look like that person. And you go, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. I've heard that. What what do you what is your your go to thing when well, people I usually nod along and then they go are you that person and I'm like yeah but it's also that tricky thing of like it's sort of dickish if someone's going that person but they're not right. specifying and right. you go yeah right that's strange <clears throat> but this Uber driver the other day and you know he was taking me home so I didn't want here to, in Los Angeles in in London uh huh um and he he said something and he goes oh I'm excited for the next film and I went what. And then you're aware, like, he's got my freaking right. Yeah. I know. But that's when you say. So I played dumb. And I was like, no. Uh And I just went back to my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I was also like, oh, this is still like, you know, we're in a professional environment. I've had that. You you can also do this and go, I'm coming over. Yeah. And act like it's. Oh, that's a good trick, Michelle Basage. That's an Arlene trick. So, So if he had said, hey, excited about the new film. And you would say, what? What? Uh-huh. Oh, no, don't play it. Uh, oh, thanks. And then um, get and then on. Pretend to get on. Hey, Kath, I'm almost at your place. Kath. Yeah. Can right. you open the door? Kath is such just, a British yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met an American called Kath? Hey, hey Gemma. Like, who is oh, it? Gemma. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's going to be something like that. So you go, open the door. I'm, I'm almost yeah. at your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is scary yeah. knowing that they know you. Yeah. And they have your information. A hundred percent. It is very uh, scary, especially with the Star Wars fans. That's what I was say. And then. Because they're mm, fanatics. Mm-hmm. And no shade, but you know. No shade, but New York is very scary. Yeah. You, and people always say that New York's chill, but I've found it to be really scary. You I'm think, there. you feel really? New York is, yeah. is scary. Like this guy followed me into the hotel and what? he was like a big guy. Who he would was, play him? Um, David Harbour? No. Oh, God. Like okay. big. Yeah. Oh, big. You mean big. like. Large. Like, oh, like, large. Oh, like Ron mm-hmm. Perlman. 
No, like, I think no, more like like, um, like large. Oh, larger. She's yeah. being polite. Correct. Yes. Yeah. You mean he was fat? He was. Fat. Yeah. You can't say that. Yes, you can. If someone is fat, they're fat. He, he was a big-bodied man. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big bones. Because we saw him twice. One time, he was banging on the car as yeah. we were driving away from SNL, what? walking oh, in the street, and I was yeah. like. <clears throat> and then the second time, I was with my mum and sister, yeah. and um. And well, that's actually, scary. that's when I went to therapy after that because I I was so trying to make them okay. Yeah, I didn't really process what was going on, but he followed me into the hotel. And no, was, oh my god, it was so scary. That is scary because hotels are public space. So sure. really, he can. Yeah, yeah, so scary. You know, I found that work well, having a surgical, a disposable surgical mask in your po- <laughs> okay, pocket. Okay, Michael Jackson. Yeah, actually, you can go uh, undetected. <laughs> By the way, uh, we still knew it was Michael Jackson, even with a yes, medical but mask. But if you also have a skull cap in your pocket. Your Ruben, nappy. You're six four. In yeah, your it's nappy, hard you're so tall. It, yes. it is. Just, it, it makes a difference. But it's not until I laugh or start talking that people really mm. get to know me. Well, you know, I don't know if I agree. No, with but that. it's it's at least at least it's a start, mm. Daisy. To have <laughs> surgical mask. A surgical a disposable. Yes. Sur- they sell them at the grocery uh, store. You can get them on Amazon. I have them. Yeah, in pink. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And no one would do, or even a, just a little uh, China doll wig. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like and I was, I was actually thinking of getting some teeth because apparently the teeth it's a big one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have oh, such glasses. beautiful teeth. Thank you. Are they yours? <laughs> they are. They are. I've had Invisalign, and I yeah. had five instead of four teeth because. Oh, you had five someone saw fit to give me some extra, like five trays. I no, I had five. Teeth. What do you mean five teeth? Yeah, these ones. Oh, Instead so you four. had one taken out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you had uh-huh. to close the gap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Five they teeth. Are mine. That's why you're so Yes, they are yours yeah. and you're going to keep them for yes. as long as possible. Yes. That's fabulous. Mm. I love to, you know, a lot of the teeth in the back uh, of mine. <laughs> yeah. Did I say teeth? You said teeth. Okay. <laughs> a lot of my teeth in the back. Actually, I said that, a lot. plural. Did I say a lot? I mean, all of my teeth in the back <laughs> are all fake. Uh-huh. Are yeah, I had implants put in back there. Not silicone. Yeah. The ones in front are all the ones that uh, grew out of my head. Uh-huh. But the ones in back are all Grew out of a test tube. Well, did yeah. they, like, fully take them out and replace them? Or yeah, they... replace them. <clears throat> to, you know, um, I'm in my golden years now. And <laughs> so easy. Stupid. You know, what happens is around 40, you start replacing uh, parts. Things. And then once you start... Start to replace the parts, you realize it's out of warranty. Yes, they it's, need an upkeep. It's fuck you. I, That's I, why my tits came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to take shit out. You yes, because they will go bad. Like a car, you know, the carburetor, this, sure. that, and the other thing. Yeah, yeah. We need the same tune-up. That's right. Mm. So now, okay, so Daisy, you're over here. You're doing, <laughs> 27 does not give a shit. You're doing drag race yes. and you're doing movies. What else would you, You we got to find you a musical theater piece. <gasps> I will. That... You would excel in. I, now, and I'm only saying cabaret just because your frame mm. and the way you look. You look like you could do be Sally Bowles, but she could also do a my fair lady. That was that was a conversation, mm. and then they yeah. didn't bring it to England. You yeah. would be perfect <clears throat> in that, Eliza. Oh, do you do a good Cockney? Do a little. Well, you talking about love? Also, my favorite ever. Have you ever seen EastEnders? No. Uh-uh. The best ever thing that happened was there was a storyline <laughs> with cow, a woman. You slag. With a woman that thought her mom was her sister. Wait, <laughs> wait. Got, oh, no, no. They mom, are the most ridiculous. Yeah. She thought her mom so was she, her sister. Yeah, she was led to believe that they were sisters. Mm-hmm. And one of the lines was, you ain't my mother. <laughs> and she turns around and goes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Oh, Cat Slater. That will live on in infamy. Also, Cat, the same woman, going, I'm not a bit of a slag. I'm a massive slag. Oh, you can see it on YouTube. Wait, what year was You Ain't My Mother? Oh, that wasn't too long ago. It wasn't long ago. It It was probably... Ten years ago, maybe? ten years ago, ten years ago, and everybody in England knows. Everybody it. knows. You that. say to anybody, "I ain't, I'm not your mother." Everybody would go, <laughs> "Yes, you are." Wait yes, I am. Yes, I am. Wait, wait. I thought it was you're um, not my mother. You yes. ain't. Yes, you ain't my mother. No, that's no. Oh, uh, yeah, not, no, isn't it? You ain't my mother. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, yes I, I am. am. <laughs> Like in tears. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You ain't my mother. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That is my new moniker. Oh, yeah. We'll that is everything I've ever wanted. It's you, so it's Jesse Wallace, who plays Cat Slater. Jesse yeah. Wallace? Yeah. You ain't my mother. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. That's almost as good as that. There's a TV movie called Lace years ago mm. where she um, she brings these three uh, women together who are high, who are college buddies, I guess. Mm. Uh, Phoebe um, Phoebe Cates does this. And I she says, um, which one of you bitches is my mother? Which oh is, it's almost God. as good, but you ain't my mother. Oh, here I is. love that. Mm. Oh, this is the... You're not going to Spain. And that's that. Why not? Because I said so, all right? And I have to everything you say, do I? No, you can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mother! Oh, yes, I am! <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh my God! Well, Daisy Ridley, thank you so much. We we're being called me. back to judge our drag mm. queens. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Jeff Goldblum. Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michelle. Say I have a business, which I do, and I want to hire some qualified people to work at my business. You know, I'm a celebrity. I don't want people to to be um. You know, I don't want them acting all crazy while I'm trying to hire them. Yeah. What is a way for me to do that? No, I hear that a lot too. And and sadly, they say, oh, ask people because the friend knows a friend. And yeah. Every time I've had that, it just hasn't worked out. No. So ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they don't stop there. This is how fabulous they are. They have this powerful matching technology and ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and they invite them to apply for your job. Oh. Yes, you can even add screening questions to your job listing. So you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. So maybe you could put juicy ass as one of the Okay, filters. that's yeah. a great suggestion. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day of posting. That is how major it is. And right now, what's the T listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue slash R-U. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to Hire. We've got Jeff Goldblum here. Jeff Goldblum has never stopped working since the day he came to Hollywood. I was just thinking the same about you that you are, I don't know about always, but currently, I mean, well, you seem to have worked constantly, but currently you're, I don't know how you do it. Well, you know exactly how I do it. What's, what's the longest amount of time you've taken off from work? Uh, no, I, I've continued. You you've know, con- I've well, seen, I, you know, there may have been, my, you know, months, maybe a month, month or two. two. <laughs> month or two. But pretty much over like some four decades now. And so how imagine. do you do it? How do you do it? Well, I'm lucky. I got lucky early on. You know, it's, it's something happened 
as soon as I kind of put my foot in the toe in the yeah. water, I, kind of, I, I got a break or two. Yeah, you uh, were in Death Wish. It was your first movie. That's right. And this is the first thing I ever auditioned for. I'd never gone up for a movie before that. Oh, my god. And same thing as a play. The play I was doing right around that time, El Grande de Coca-Cola, is a long time ago, yeah. uh, was the first thing I ever auditioned for after I studied. You know, I was hell-bent on it, and I studied and seriously, and yeah, but I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, kind of got into it. Are but, you? but didn't we met? Did we met? Do uh -huh. you remember? Remember, I think was it the Wogan show? Wogan, that this uh, Wogan in London. I think it was London. Well, but he had come over here. He was in New York oh, doing his show. Wait a minute. You know Wogan. A lot of people around the world know uh, Wogan. I don't know what Wogan's first name Terry is. Wogan. Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. And you were there. He's like Johnny Carson. He's not Johnny around Car anymore. Not around anymore. But, no. but you know, I uh, I used a joke on there, or he gave something that yeah. he got mad because. I used the joke somewhere else before his show aired, so they cut me out of the whole show. Can you believe that? So there you, Terry Wogan. I'm here and you're not. <laughs> and this is like 1990. This is not because you were with you were with Laura Dern at the time. Oh, really? So this would have been what 96, 97. Yes, I'll bet it was yeah, 94, 95, 96, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, right? it's crazy. But you know, this was I. I can, and I we can, just saw each other in a hallway. Yeah. I think I remember. Right. I can and, only imagine the stories you could tell, and and these are stories that no one could ever tell in real life because the public, general public, they want their fantasy to stay where it is. I can imagine. And the stories Jeff Goldblum could tell about the behind the scenes, the magic trick that is Hollywood. Boy, oh boy, oh, would it make, would it curl my hair more than it already is? Oh, I don't know about that. You've yeah, very it's very curly right curly now. Hair. Yeah, it's very yes. beautiful. Do you Thank often you. go with that color? That's a red. You're a red-headed strawberry. It's, red. This is actually the Lucy. This is the Lucille ah, Ball color right really? now. Did you ever meet Lucille Ball? I never met. You've Lucille met everybody. Ball. I met a lot of people. Did you make? Did you meet Sinatra? I never met Frank Sinatra. Never met Sinatra. No, did you? you no, did you never met? met Sinatra. I met Shelley Winters. Really? What was she like in bed? I don't know. We never went to bed <laughs> You're together. You're not going to tell, are you? We never went to bed together. <laughs> we did this movie in 1975 called Next Stop Greenwich Village. Oh, Paul yes. Mazursky directed. Yes. My wife and I just started to watch last night Bob Carroll and Ted Nallis. Oh, my goodness. I said I was trying to describe to her this director with yeah. my work. Da, 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 da. But Shelley Winters, yeah, we met in that. We didn't have a scene together. That was in New York and then she came out here I think she took a kind of a liking to me but I was uh -huh. a young a young fella and she took me to Musso and Frank's for the first oh, time boy. In fact. and you wow. know who she took me with listen to this in the same vein Farley Granger. Oh my goodness, you know, Farley! You yes, know Farley of course I knew Granger. Farley Granger from the Str Hitchcock film uh, "Strangers on a Train." Strangers on a right? on a train. Yes. Right. I wish I'd had my wits about me, or knew something, or had IMDb then, because I didn't know what I would have asked. You know, now yeah. I would have gone, yeah. "Hey, yeah, what was that movie like?" And this and that. But, but were, are you that yeah. kid? Where you know we we're doing Drag Race, obviously, right now, and a lot of the references that we use on the show, the kids have no idea. We had um, we had a Madonna uh, thing the other day, and a lot of the kids they don't they're not familiar with the sure. artists known as Madonna. Isn't that so something? But you know, which is different. You know, as a kid growing, up, I knew every era, I knew everything about pop culture before me and after me. Were you that kid who knew everything about everything? Well, I you I people think I seem to be even now, but I'm not. Not I mean, I know a lot of you know, I know a lot of I've seen a lot of things. Yeah, but there's a lot of I haven't seen. Yeah, I'm still. Kidding. There are big holes in my 
movie education and history of all sorts of yeah. education. Hey, you know what movie I saw yesterday was that Quentin Tarantino movie, speaking yes. of- Once uh, Upon a Time down. in Hollywood. I, I liked that movie a lot. Well, and you, it brought back all that, you know, Los Angeles of yesteryear. I right, thought it was because great. you came out here, uh, what, around 73, 74? Exactly, 74, yeah. So, But that movie takes place 69. 69, yeah. right. But it's a lot of the same places that I know. Yeah. And, you know, just a few years later, it was still a little recognizable. Yeah to me, you know. Yeah, wow, LA. And you've, have you always, you're from Pittsburgh. Have you always lived out here since you made the hit big time? No, what I did was I graduated high school in 1970 and, mm -hmm. and when I was 17 in Pittsburgh and then moved to New York City. Mm -hmm. That's what I did and stu to study with Sanford Meisner. Oh, wow. Acting teacher. Yes. You know him, of course. him and his work and stuff? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to hear about you. So, so anyway, I studied there and then uh, in between the first and second year, it's a two-year program, fell into Two Gentlemen of Verona, this musical uh -huh. version of Two Gentlemen of Verona, um, in the park that Galt McDermott, who had done Hair, uh -huh. wrote the music for, and uh, and uh, John Guare adapted the uh, play. And there were a lot of interesting people in that, including Raul Julia. Oh, wow. Wow. It was wonderful. And I was, you know, 18 and, and, and stuff. And um, then I... Did it on Broadway for a year. You did Broadway at uh, night, yeah, 20 years I, old? I, yeah, yep. I was wow. 18, 19. In fact, the first, the very first show of that show, when it was still in the park at the Delacorte, mm -hmm. uh, it was my first professional job. And the opening night of that show, I lost my virginity. I was 18 years did old. Did you ever find it again? <laughs> Where did you lose it? In the park, in the rambles? Uh, not in the brambles or the rambles, <laughs> no. But this costume lady, in fact, who was a little older than I was at that time, said, hey, we we, we shared a cab down to her loft in Soho uh -huh. at the time. This is 70-what-two. Oh, boy. It was really a different oh, kind yeah. of place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I told her before we started, I said, you know, I've never done this before. Uh-huh. She was wow, that's good, uh -huh. and like that. No, was she a good teacher? She was great. We were only together a couple of times. Actually, uh -huh. I'm being indiscreet, but her name was Vel and uh, Vel Roberto, and she was lovely. She had had been married. I think she was like ten years older than I was, twenty eight yeah. at the time. Yeah, and she was separated. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, no, I only saw her a few times. I haven't seen her in years. God bless Vel Roberto. I know. God bless her. You know, know. Um, you know, I'm obsessed with the the uh, game Dirty Charades. It's the same as charades, oh. but it's um, you just change one word and you can't change syllables. So, but do you know what the two gentlemen of Verona would be? The Dirty Charades would Wait be a two I gentlemen of Sh Verona. I like this. Uh, well, how would this qualify? Two gentlemen of Verbona. No, it's a little uh, esoteric. It's easier okay. than that. The okay. two men, two gentlemen of vagina. It's just that simple. It's not, you know. Of course, there's the Merchant of Penis, and there, uh, as you lick it. These are all Shakespeare titles. Since we're on theme, very. Good, good. Are you good okay. at games? You play games I like at home. To play. I don't know how good I am, but I like to play games. Well, yes. I mean, I say games. Uh, we're really only talking about charades. It's the only game in town, isn't it? I like charades. It's so I, much fun. I love charades. We can't do that part on the radio on the podcast. Yes, but we I, can. We yes, can. we can. Yeah. But I love. But I play pun charades, and pun you can charades. change it. You could. You doesn't have to be the same number of syllables, and it can kind of be a rhyme, but not necessarily. And you have a pun category, uh -huh. like for instance, you say the pun category is alcoholic drinks and then here's a you know, sample is I would get you to act out I would act out and get you to name um, To Kill a Mockingbird yeah. and then say here the pun occurs on the first three 
you know, words, uh-huh. and then you'd say, let me see, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I see. Like that. But we can come up with any pun category, and it's kind of fun. It's kept me busy on, you know, with band members for like, you know, hours on a bus. You know, That's right. You're in a band. It's got a weird name. What's the name of the band? The Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Who is she? She was a friend of my mom's, Shirley Goldblum's, in Pittsburgh, and she used to come over every so often, and be, she was an unusual lady, and she'd get down exercise size back in the, you know, long time ago. And she lived to be over a hundred years old. Really? Who would play M- Mildred Schnitzer? Hey, Mildred Was Schnitzer? it Ruth Gordon? Would she have That's played her? That's a funny idea. I loved Ruth Gordon. I loved oh, her in Rosemary's Baby. I loved Anne her in Bancroft? Harold. Is that who Mod- would play Anne Mildred? Anne Bancroft would be more like my mother. Yeah. My mother was a little like a cross between Anne Bancroft, well, yeah. it's my mother on her best day, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And uh, I think she imagined that she, a little bit her, herself being like uh, Liz Taylor uh-huh. around the 60s yeah. Cleopatra oh, kind of era. I and then, that. back to our first issue that we were talking about, I came to know, believe it or not, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor. How did you come to know Elizabeth Taylor? What era of Elizabeth Taylor? Late, 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 late yeah. Like was Gladiator, already... that Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> Do it again. Gladiator. <laughs> Mary! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that one? That's kind, kind of right. But but way after, you know, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, she was, a, you know, I don't know, 70s, yeah. 80s or how something How did you guys like meet? What was the circuit? Well, the it was a little circuitous. I had a makeup. Circuitous? Yeah. What does that word mean? Circuit, you know, labyrinthian or sort of a, a, wa- a wa- not a straight path. Okay. A kind of a zigzaggy path. Yeah. Yeah. Circuitous, you yeah. know, like Laurel Canyon is a, oh, a circuitous way yeah. from the valley to Hollywood. It certainly is. I here's this here's here's a bit of the landmarks of the circuitous route. I had a makeup lady, I think, on the first Jurassic Park, who was friends with her. Mm-hmm. She got not friends, t- uh, Francesca Tolo. No, Fra- no, no, because okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't know Francesca Tullo. They uh, and she got to t- talking to me one day and say, "Hey, you know, by the way, da da da, my friend Liz Taylor, she thinks you're fantastic. She wants to have dinner with you, or da da da. What's your? Here's her number. She said to give you her number. I took her telephone number. Mm-hmm. I didn't c- call, call it yeah. for years. Really? And then no, but it was in my little handwritten um, telephone yeah. book. And then I, I had a friend for a while and we were going to try to do an independent movie just on kind of the fly and yeah. with no money and, uh, you know, do something kind of improvised. And I said, well, who could we put in it? And, well, let me look in my, who do I know? And da, 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 da. And we're going through it together. Well, oh my gosh. Well, I do have Liz Taylor's, Taylor's yeah. number, but yeah. I, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Anyway, that's how it started. But I, I didn't, so I called her up yeah. and I said, hey, this is Jeff Goldblum and I hear from your friend so-and-so that you want to have to, no, I don't know about that. I don't, but sure, I'd like, oh. sure, I will. I would like to. Uh-huh. Or, da, 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 da. So we went out to dinner and I didn't try to, you know, I wasn't trying to manipulate the situation to get to use her to be in the movie, but that's how it started. And we, it was very lovely. She, Where'd I you go to her dinner? At, at La Dome. She loved La Dome. Yeah. No where longer was, there. Oh, oh, where was the, on Sunset? At, yeah. at Sunset, right? Uh, right. Near where? Um, uh, Sunset Plaza. Yeah, yeah. Around there. A little yeah. west of there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she liked it there. And I'd pick her up at her house. Uh, at Nimes, uh, 700 Nimes uh, oh, Road in really? Bel Air. Really? Everybody knows where where it was, I, Jeff. I, I didn't know that anybody knew. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to remember the address right yeah. now. But yeah, I went home. She had pictures of herself and Michael Jackson all yeah. over the place. And her former husband's. 
And yeah. she would be very open and sweet and tell me stories about Richard Burton and Mike Todd, you know. Wow. Yeah. Well, it doesn't get any better than Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, I that know. is, know. Uh, you know, one of the biggest Hollywood stars ever yeah. to shine in this town. Yeah. And you've met them all. Well, you've met I them all. I don't know about all of them, but, yeah. uh, you know, a couple here and there. You know, as I was watching yeah. you on tape earlier, not on tape, actually, I had a monitor back here. You guys yeah. were doing a bit earlier. Yeah. I saw, especially with your glasses and your beautiful hair, yeah, uh, it's you. lovely. Thanks it's to David styled Cox sitting right here. Beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, wow, you should take, you should look at some of the um, uh, Cary Grant stuff oh. and and do that. I mean, charades have been, has been done forever. The yeah. movie charade has been done oh. forever, but some of the later stuff that he did, uh, like, was it Father Goose? That was one of the later I things. So my mom took us to see Father Goose when it first came out in 1960. It must have been six or something like that at a big theater in Pittsburgh. Yeah. With, yeah. you know who she co-starred? No. In that with, oh, you remember Leslie Caron? Oh, yeah. Leslie Caron. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was charming in that. You He's know. very charming. What was the premise? I don't think I've ever seen the uh, Father Goose. was. I haven't seen it since then. But I remember he was a British guy down on his life and luck and I think kind of an alcoholic and a loner and a confirmed anti, you know, society man. He, mm -hmm. he sequestered himself on this island of some kind. Mm -hmm. And who shows up but Leslie Caron, this kind of proper and bushy-tailed, beautiful dancer mm -hmm. kind of type looking um, lady with a bunch of little girls. Ah. Uh, her girls' school or something like that. And they show up somehow. And he's been enrolled in trying to, in World War II. And he's, that's an island. And he's now got to look for planes and identify planes. Anyway, uh they they invade his space and he doesn't like it. But as you can imagine, he and Leslie Caron. Yes. After a time. Yes. He puts down the bottle and da, 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 da. But he's scruffy. He's scruffy, but still very charming. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Andrew here has listened to our but Andrew put you together. What um uh what did what suit is that, Andrew? You could say, I know you're not Mike, but we'll mime it for you. Mm. Givenchy. Now, now, Jeff, before you were doing, before Andrew came into your life, yeah. did you do designer clothes like this before? No, no. Well, Because you always... got the body for it. You're yeah, tall. You wear you. clothes so well. Hey, thanks a lot. Well, I'd always been interested in clothes, even when I was a kid, you know. Oh, I don't know. I'd go, I'd be interested in shopping, going out shopping and yeah. this and that. But I, I was kind of horrible. And then I went to New York and went to thrift shops and, you know, army surplus and had a lot of horrible Ideas and then went through the years. Yeah. It's made a lot of horrible things. Um, anyway, about f six years ago now, five or six years ago, I was doing a photo shoot for GQ. GQ Magazine. GQ Magazine. And Andrew was working uh, on that shoot. Uh -huh. And I got to yap because I like clothes and yeah. I, I got to yapping with the whole team. Anyway, we bonded and I said, hey, wouldn't you, could you come over to my closet in my yeah. house and yeah. at least tell me what jeans to throw away yes. and you know, all that stuff. He, yeah. He said, I've never done it that exactly before, but yeah, let's do that. Well, he's a brilliant person. He's <sighs> studied film and he knows many things about many things. He's a brilliant photographer. He came over and we've been inseparable ever since. Everything now, we replaced every article of clothing that yeah. I had at yeah. that point, uh, have come up with a little collection now and we, we, we collaborate on everything. Now, yeah. what's Andrew's last name? Vitero. Andrew, Andy Vitero. Vitero? Oh, Andy. I don't know if anybody calls you Andy, but Vitero. Like, 
really? Vitero, Vitero, Andrew Vitero. Yes, and you, you must have some very particular style of collaboration I, on your own. You know, I do. I wear, I wear lots of clothes. I have lots right. and lots and lots and lots of clothes, and I love clothes. It's like a communication, and it's also it's a way to say, tell your maker, hey, I'm really happy about having this body. And I and I'm going to decorate it. Yeah. Yep. 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 I know what you mean. And do you, are you more interested? Are you equally interested in both sides of your um, fashion? Yeah, you know what? I think of them all as the same. I like colors and textures. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm in drag, um, I have mm-hmm. people who have been dressing me for the past 25 years. Zaldi has dressed me, mm-hmm. uh, and he's actually nominated for an Emmy. He's won two in a row for mm-hmm. our television program, mm-hmm. and he's up again this year for our, our the clothing he puts on me. Uh, but for men's clothes, uh, I I have lots of them, and I just I love texture. You know, you do you do? And you kind of wear suits, and you have a shirt that you often unbutton. I certainly do buttons. let my, my titties come out. You know, but really? um, just the other day, I went mm. to Macy's, Andrew, mm. and I got um, some of those female, I got women's pussy bow shirts because, you know, um, uh, Gucci and uh, Saint Laurent have been doing the female pussy bow shirts on men. That's the, that's the, that's the working woman's blouse that has the bow in top uh, in, up here. Oh. Most people know them, but they're oh. doing them for men. So I decided, you know what? I'm not going to go to Gucci. I'm not going to go to Saint Laurent. I'm going to go to Macy's and get some of those working women tops. And I wore one yesterday and I wore one, another one last week. So that's my thing now. Yeah. And I can do it. I'm an insane, so I can get away with doing whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. You're an inspiration. Well, it's a very creative kind of thing, isn't it? It is. I love to think. You know, I mean, back when... You know, at the time of that movie that we saw, that I saw yesterday, um, you know, like um, Jimi Hendrix yeah. would supposedly, well, then he didn't have a stylist, yeah. right? Or there was no such thi- thing. I think he, supposedly, I read an article where he used to, you know, spend a night with some girl and before he left in the morning, just kind of pick out a couple of her yeah. things, yeah. put them on. and yeah. That, that's, I that love that. That's yeah. brilliant. He looked. He always yeah, looked great. Uh, you know, he, um, you were talking about uh, your career in this town, and uh, you know, I, I saw your IMDb page. It yeah. is just filled. Yeah. First time I became aware of you was yeah. in uh, Robert Altman's uh, oh. Nashville. Hey, that's a heck you don't of have movie. any lines in that. No, I'm a silent character. You play this big chopper. You, yeah. you drive this big chopper bike. Was that you on the bike? That's me on the bike. Yes, that's did, always me on the bike. Did you have to learn how to ride that bike? I did, as a matter of fact. Yes. It's a big chopper. You guys, in fact, you know what a chopper is, right? Big, yeah. But it has three wheels. It has three wheels and then it has a stick shift that you drive like a regular Car. Like a regular car, but huh. I, in anticipation for it, took lessons and got my motorcycle license wow. in Manhattan, where I was living at the time. Sort of flunked it, or I, I don't know what happened. I had some misadventures in that. But then I came down, and it turns out I didn't need to do that didn't anyway. Need to do it anyway. But yeah. I didn't know how to drive a stick shift, so I had yeah. to go around. And anyway, I learned uh-huh. how to do that. But, yeah. but he, Altman was fantastic. You did other Altman films. I did. I did four of them. I had done California Split before then. Mm-hmm. I had a part as myself in The Player later, and mm-hmm. we did a movie in Paris called Beyond Therapy, Oh, where I played a bisexual lover of both Julie Haggerty and Chris Guest at the same time. Wow. It's from that play. Beyond Therapy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I played well, Bruce. Yeah. You, you know, you've worked with all the top uh, 
directors. Yeah. You know, well, Spielberg. A bunch of them, not all of them, but several are lucky members of them. Yeah. Which ones did you not work with that you wish you had? That's a good question. They're a, they're a current crop of, I just did this movie called The Mountain with Rick Alverson, who's this great independent artist who's wonderful. We did a kind of arty movie in his vein that I love very much. He turned me on to several people in that world, somebody named Claire Denis, who people know, who I'd love to, with whom I'd love to work. Lynn Ramsey mm -hmm. is wonderful. Uh, a whole bunch of other people like that. But I, I've never worked with the Coen brothers. Whom I oh, loved. my goodness. You're a natural uh, for the Coen well, brothers. thanks. One might think. And I I've, I know them. And we've said we'd, well, you know, we've professed enthusiasm about each other. And I'd love to work with them. Yeah. Now, okay. Now, I just, some, I'm going to touch back on something we talked about earlier, which is why you've just worked constantly. You know, when you look at other people's careers, there are times when... Um, Artists will step away from the canvas for a minute. Not uh, saying that you should, uh, but I'm just curious as to why you got your new father. Yes, I am. Uh, a Four-year-old or two-year-old. Yeah. Uh, why you haven't done it before? Well, I'm. I, I I might. I could get to the point theoretically where, and hypothetically, where if I didn't find anything, I'd be just as happy to spend time with the kids at this point because I I kind of miss them when I'm away. But it just how so happens right now. I'm at a fertile. Yes. Moment of opportunity. Yes. Fertile is the, uh, being the operative word. Uh, well, fer fertile maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I think it is? I think it's that I'm a late bloomer and that I'm a sort of humble student. And this Sandy Meisner, the teacher yeah. that you know, said it takes 20 years of continual work before you can even call yourself an actor. I and then that. a lifelong of, of study to keep getting better. I think I took that to heart. And I feel like I'm on the brink of my best output, my best work. And so maybe maybe there's something about that that is magnetizing and yeah. drawing opportunity to me. Anyway, I mean, I think he's absolutely right. I think you you are. You know, we've we fell in love with you from the very beginning. I mean, from. Uh, 10 Speed and Brown Shoe oh, to Ben Vereen, yes. ben Vereen the TV mm, series. I mean, you're just so lovable and likable. So sweet. You know, Thank I you. just, before we go, and I, I don't want to overstep my boundaries here, but you couldn't possibly. We, we talked earlier about uh, meeting at uh, Terry Wogan. You were with uh, Laura yeah, Dern at the time. You, you guys, did you consciously switch couples like that? <laughs> because Laura Dern had been with Rennie Harlan and <laughs> you were married to Jim Davis. asked me about that for a while. That's Gina right. Davis. No, we certainly didn't consciously switch it was we didn't do that well no. who switched first ah what happened jeez i haven't thought about that in a while that's now like 20, 20 that's know, yeah 25 decades years, yeah. ago yeah because uh, it's an odd story am i right Probably, it is. I think so. Where a cup, basically, for people who don't know, the two couples yeah. switched. There was a director named R R Rennie Harlan. Harlan. That's right. Who Gina Davis was married Gina. to him. Yes, later, after later, Wait, yeah, after. yeah, yeah. No, it was after we, Gina and I were together for five or six years. We split up, and then, yeah, then separately, she she met him, and uh, and then I met Laura on so it uh, on wasn't Jurassic Park. I see. So it wasn't that mm -mm. two of you met and you said, you know, I'm going to fix these motherfuckers. Mm -mm. You know, I'm going to call up her oh, no, man no, no. and go to yeah, her because yeah. it happened at the same time. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. One might have thought, but no, nothing like that. It's yeah, just, uh, just a long, fabulous, beautiful life. You have, you're truly blessed. Yeah, you have been me. so fortunate, I and know. you look better than ever. Coming from you, that's high praise. Well, indeed. it's Thank no, it's coming so from. Much. I'm speaking for everyone. I just saw yeah. you on camera. Look better 
than ever hey, thank you before. very much. Well, I give all credit to the couple of guys here. It's Andrew Vitero and David Cox. They get well, me together. I frighten little children if I before you can see me. Really, I, <laughs> I, I get but I go to bed early and I you know try to eat uh, wisely. Yes, Although I just went took two plates of that delicious lunch that you served. Yes. Oh boy, that was good. Well, Jeff Goldblum, thank you so much on behalf of all of your fans out there. Thank you for entertaining us for so long, giving us this rhythm, this rhythm that is uniquely your own, that is part of our our fabric in not only in the United States, but around the world that we have, we just, we love it. We like to fall into it and just bask in this rhythm that you so graciously put out there. You are so generous and so sweet. And you, you are a giant a giant. Literally. Well, literally and artistically <laughs> and creatively and politically and culturally. I'm thrilled to know you and thrilled that we've gotten closer on this one event. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you so much. So uh, uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast. And uh, uh, Michelle. Yes, me. Yes. We're going to wrap it up okay, now, love. Okay, so. Michelle, I, <laughs> you ain't my <laughs> mother. Yes, so I am. <laughs> Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.